for 11 years in a row. Ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. All right, y'all, come on in. The door's wide open at my house. It's Rosie on the house. Good morning. Now, I promise y'all, every Saturday, that this is going to be your happy place, and I'm not going to bring you any bad news. But I got to go back on my promise just for one minute. I never, ever, ever realized how bad this situation was until this week. This is unbelievable. On our remodeling jobs, we place porta johns so that our men and women and tradespeople don't have to use the facilities of the homeowner. Most of these porta johns are located in Arcadia, Paradise Valley, Carefree, Scottsdale. Well, I can affirm to you right now that there are neighbors stealing our single-ply Porta John toilet paper every night we put it in there. <laughs> you have to start locking it up. Now, now, you know what? When you can't even keep single-ply in the Porta John, you know, you know you've got a situation on your hands. <laughs> My goodness. And you could have a lot of fun with the words situation. Situation. Yeah, man. Oh, mercy. I mean, now I've got to, I'm all my suit, my suit, I got to start putting toilet paper in my yeah. superintendent's truck so they can have some to hand out every time they show up <laughs> at one of the jobs. You're going to see electronic keypads being in, added to Portageons, and you got to have a safety code to punch in to Don, access. Well, well, Don started putting padlocks on all of our job Portageons. Oh, mercy, mercy, mercy. Short term porta potties. All right. So if I'm going to bring you bad news about the reality of the situation, I'm going to do it with a little bit of humor. Good morning and welcome to Rosie on the House. Uh, I hope you were all doing well. It's going to be my job right here to take your blood pressure down 60 points in the next two hours. I'm going to take your anxiety level and just melt it away. Just sit back, relax, and let's talk about your house, your home, your castle, or your cabin. We brought in a special guest today, Mr. John Owens of Connecticut. John, again, thank you for taking time out of your Saturday and joining us. Thank you for having us. If you have a question about water treatment of any kind, give us a ring at one 767 4348 And uh, John, on your resume, uh, past president of the Arizona Water Quality Association, Correct. I can tell you when people call me and they want to start the conversation about some piece of equipment that they're considering buying, the very first question I ask, is it Water Quality Association certified? That's a good question. Let's and just start. <laughs> let's just start there. Yep. That's a. If people have questions, uh, usually when you want to know if they already have identified equipment and you want to make sure it's WQA certified, but also for an average homeowner, if they don't have a clue, you have on your website some rosy tips. I I I can't remember what it's called, but it's a rosy guide to buyer, a water buyer's right. guide. 
that's a tremendous resource for consumers to use because I read it over last night. At the same time, if you have a question, if you have public water, you can go to the local city and they have a document called the Consumer Confidence Report. You can actually look virtually at the website of every individual city. They have to do a test every 36 months and they send it out every year and they'll tell you in there the water report. So it's called the Consumer Confidence Report. So if somebody wants to know what's in the water, that's how to find out what's in the water. And then from there, then they can actually uh, take that information to the Water Quality Association or take it to, uh, you can go to Arizona ROC, do contractor lookup for water treatment That's right. experts. And the, and the registrar or contractor, the director, is going to be live here in studio at 10 o'clock. Outstanding. Just talking about the fact, ladies and gentlemen, Arizona homeowners, we are open for business. Exactly. So he'll be here at 10 o'clock. So you want to ensure that you do business with a licensed bonded contractor. And then uh, if you uh, talk to somebody that's a member of the Water Quality Association, uh, they have trained experts like like myself that can actually take that information and help you. If you have a private well, the EPA suggests you have a water quality analysis done by an EPA-certified lab every five years. And you can take a copy of the well drill log and a water quality report and a water expert can actually interpret that to best advise you on the treatment methodology. Usually there's not a magic wand, a silver bullet that does everything. Typically it's a treatment system, which implies more than right. one process. Well, I'm, I'm going to go on a little bunny trail. John, you've been listening to the show long enough. You know Rosie's shows are filled with bunny trails. Romeo was mentioning last hour with that Arizona Farm Bureau how much he loves the fact that many of the people we bring on air are longtime Arizonans. Romy, John grandchildren or sixth generation Arizona. We've been here for 144 years. His <laughs> his great great grandfather pulled up in a covered wagon to Skull Valley. Now how beautiful would that have been? Oh man. You had, had it to it's yourself. So beautiful. <laughs> and speaking of having it to yourself, I, I I can't tell you how bad I want to sneak into the Grand Canyon right now. <laughs> With it closed. How spectacular would it be to have the whole canyon to yourself? It's wow. ri- it's risk. It's worth risking getting arrested for. <laughs> <laughs> if, I'm sorry I said that on air, but it is. <laughs> Man. Well, how, how's that disclaimer go? The, 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 the thoughts are not yeah. endorsed by... <laughs> Opinions on the program are not necessarily the... Yeah, there, there you go. go. There you go. Elaborate. Keep going. You're doing good. Well, I've hiked the Grand Canyon enough times. I've spent enough hours down there, and it's always spectacular. But you're interrupted with other hikers and participants that are enjoying it just like you are. But to have it to yourself would be spectacular. Let's get back to what. Okay. I was going to say you probably would have it with Roger Naylor, though. He, hey, Roger, what are you doing? Hey, <laughs> Uh, so uh, on the water, so if, if somebody wants to know what's what's in their water, they can go to the Consumer Confidence Report if they have public water. If they have a private well, they can actually have it tested and get a hold of uh, an expert. We suggest using a uh, licensed bonded contractor. There's probably 300 companies that allege to, to do business in water in the state of Arizona. There's probably two handfuls of licensed bonded contractors. You want to make sure you use a licensed bonded contractor. In the case of, of, of our company, Connecticut, what we do is we manufacture, we install, we service. So we do water treatment all the way from industrial to residential to commercial. We're deemed an essential business by the Department of Homeland Security. So during this whole crisis, we have to keep water plants going. And basically, we're vendors of nearly every water plant in the state. 
We also do uh, tens of thousands of Arizona homeowners. So if people have questions about the water quality, if they're concerned about drinking water, drinking water in general, or they have a specific question as it relates to coronavirus, uh, Connecticut is, is a very much advanced. We're very, uh, very advanced in the power curve. And in 2015, we went out and actually tested our K5 drinking water station to remove coronavirus SARS from the water about five years before anybody ever heard of this stuff. So I, I don't believe you have it in your water, but just as an example of how advanced Connecticut is, that's how advanced we are. And also, a lot of folks are having issues going to the store, running out of water. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, there's no water in the store, no water on the shelf. When you have a, a good, well-engineered, well-designed well product, it doesn't quit. So if you have a, like a good drinking water system like Connecticut's K5 drinking water system, you don't run out and you're good to go. And you had said there's only a, a couple dozen that are licensed, bonded, insured, et cetera. Uh, of those, some of the quote-unquote water treatment equipment, equipment <laughs> isn't uh, – It's not Water Quality Association certified. <laughs> yeah, and, and what there you're you what go. you're what you're Alter, talking about. alternative methods. Yeah, and, and what ends up happening is they EPA has invested well over a billion dollars in the last decade studying water, and so if you don't if you want to know like your water, you get a get the water quality report. You can go to EPA.gov. They have a database for every known contaminant, the maximum contaminant levels, and what they deem is the best available technology for each contaminant. So if you say water hardness, what's the best available technology? You can actually look it up epa.gov and they'll tell you a cation exchange softener and there's if you have a demonstration of a new technology that actually works they allow you the opportunity to prove that so a lot of the people that deal with the magic dust out there basically they get called out in the light of day so if you have a question go to epa.gov and they have a database for every known contaminant the maximum contaminant levels and the health implications of each contaminant and the best available technology for each contaminant and so that kind of takes care of it but also if you if you go to the rosy referral network and you look at the folks on the Rosie referral network Rosie I can tell you from personal experience does extensive screening of the of the <laughs> contractors that are on there and basically it, and does extensive due diligence and so any of the water uh, experts that are on the Rosie network would be outstanding and when we take a call at the office from somebody who's watched one of these hour-long infomercials on TV that they've seen or they've talked to somebody at the home show that's selling these the there's a, a talking point they all repeat very consistently is that, you know, well, there's a bias and it's because, you know, they're scared of us and, you know, they reject us because we're the new up and coming and they don't want to ruffle their feathers. I said, okay, take a company like Connecticut who manufactures water treatment. If there was something new and great, it's a manufacturer. The first thing they would do is manufacture this themselves. Correct. Uh, <laughs> or, or would buy up these other startups. <laughs> Correct. Connecticut has invested 50 years and $2 billion in research and development. And so we have extensive engineers and, and hundreds of different patents on technology. And if, if heaven forbid, somebody actually has a new cutting edge of technology that we don't have, it, it would easily, like Romy said, be purchased by somebody else. Or, or you would start making your own line of that exactly. technology. It, exactly. You wouldn't reject a brand new thing if it was that great. Yeah. You would start you making it yourself. So that whole talking point that you're, you're, it's because, you know, they're scared of us and they don't want to change their ways. No. Your system doesn't work. Yeah, and and so <laughs> what, there's. What you call it magic dust? <laughs> yeah, there's no magic dust out there. And, 
And what ends up happening is I can tell you, at Connecticut, we believe in tried and true technologies. We have hundreds of different products used. And typically, there's not a one-shot fits all. So many times, people's initial concern, like right now, because of all the emotion going on in the world, their initial concern may be drinking water. And if you have a drinking water, uh, uh, what we have is a special promotion this month for drinking water. But if you have questions about the drinking water, uh, we can have a conversation, and then we'll start talking about the whole water picture. We could look at water sediment. We could look at water purification, water softening, water filtration. And typically, there's not one huge size fits all. I describe water's like your wardrobe. It consists of shoe socks, trousers, and a shirt. Leave home with no shoes, you burn your feet. Leave home with no, with no trousers, you get hooked and booked. So water, <laughs> we take the same thing. We take out the sediment, take out the chlorine, take out the hardness, and we purify the water. So not one stop. Well, I, with with the little bit of slowdown that we've had here, the other day I walked into a, the yard and back at the office, and uh, there were a assortment of parked white Ford F-150s. It looked like a white Ford F-150 quarantine lot. (laughs) And you know what? Every one of those vehicles, like the other 30 before them that I've bought, all carry the Sanderson Ford front license plate and license plate frame. Every vehicle for the last 30 years that I've bought has been bought at Sanderson Ford. And they're there now. They're closed on Sunday, 51st Avenue, just south of Glendale. They're sanitizing everything. Get there and take a look. 64 acres of great new product. the water quality was when your great 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 grandfather got here in a covered oh, wagon man. that's a good question that's probably pretty good back then <laughs> oh, sinking that first well up in skull valley and seeing that white clear gold come up boy that, that must have been something else if you look in cajun recipe books that are 50 60 70 years old of recipes that they've been using for 50 60 70 years so many of the recipes are drinks because of the water and the malaria. They had to boil everything before they drank it. Wow. So you're in this very hot, humid uh, environment, and the water and, and disease, the, uh, the amount of boiled drinks that are in old Cajun recipe cookbooks is, is half the book. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pretty amazing. You know, in, in events like we're currently going through, people's curiosity about cleanliness rises up to the top. But someone who's lived with softened water, treated water in their home, uh, gets in the habit. I mean, I, I live in a home with softened water for my skin, for no other reason, just because I tend to run very, very dry. And I hate lathering up lotion on my body all the time. So getting the chlorine out and getting the softened water and how much more I enjoy my showers, that's the reason I have a water softener is for my showers. But there was an occasion a couple years ago, Flint, Michigan, where it was one of the very rare instances that uh, community-provided water was proven to be dangerous. Uh, And we got a flood of inquiries. What are the chances that can happen here? Do we have to worry about that? And a term started being used then uh, that I had not heard up until then, called final barrier 
Is that is that a term that's common in the water treatment industry? Uh, I wouldn't say so, but okay. I, but I, I mean, I've heard the term. And what ends up happening is, I understand what you're talking about. We deal with what we call point of use and point of entry treatment. Yeah. And in Flint, Michigan, uh, it basically that was an issue not so much with the water, but it was the actual infrastructure. And if you had a whole house water system that was like, say, like a water filter, water softener, uh, it would have taken the lead out prior to uh, prior to being used inside yeah. the house. So if you had that, even though you have a softener, its principal job is to remove the cations from the water. Additionally, if you had like trace amounts of lead, copper, zinc, manganese, it would also take those things out as well. And you, you had mentioned about your skin. Just last night, I got a, a letter from a customer who put in a, kid, a brand new system, and two days later, the guy goes, "Hallelujah! My wife's hair doesn't look like Medusa anymore." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> so it makes a difference with your skin, hair, dishes, laundry, but also provides that peace of mind for us. And like Rosie was talking about, the final barrier at the the cities, in my opinion, in Arizona, do a stellar job with the resources they have. The problem with it is it's unrealistic to expect the city to deliver bottled water to your house, and you don't necessarily need the same quality of water you drink as you flush down the commode. But you do need water that doesn't give you all the white crusties, doesn't build up, destroy the plumbing and appliances. And if your house were to build, burn down, people have fire insurance, the replacement cost about 40% of the infrastructure, the pipes, plumbing, and fixtures are about 40% of the cost of the house. What the water systems do is provide protection for that part of your house. So it extends the life of the water heater, reduces the operating and heating cost. It basically, it, if I shave with a blade with good water, I can go 30 to 45 days with the same blade. With hard water, I'm using a blade a day. Interesting. Uh, if you, uh, ladies find if they use a pH balanced shampoo, after about three or four days, they can eliminate things like conditioner. They don't have to lube up. The average person in Arizona, they take a shower, shampoo, uh, dry off, hand creams, body creams, lotions, and they tell me that's normal. When you have a good water system, straight pH balanced shampoo, good water, and most people find they eliminate conditioners, no dry skin. Pretty we're, remarkable stuff. We're here talking water treatment with John Owens of Connecticut, one of the Rosie certified approved contractors. Uh, for you to consider when getting water treatment at your house. And when people call and ask me, should I get water treatment, I always ask, what are you trying to accomplish? What is it? You know, I, I, can, bring a, I can bring a Home Depot five-gallon bucket to your house, fill it with a hose, and stir it with a paddle, and that's treated water. <laughs> that's, that's oxygenated water. <laughs> you know, so just tell me what you're trying to accomplish, and then every system is fine-tuned to that. But I think, uh, I'm not big on regulatory, mandatory things, but the other, I mentioned I have a water softener for my showering, but I have an RO system to keep from having to buy plastic bottles. The, the scourge of plastic bottles on the globe is alone worth everybody having an RO system underneath their kitchen sink, for sure. Folks, we're here with John Owens of Connecticut talking water treatment. If you've got a question, feel free to give us a ring at one 767 4348 We're going to talk about that nasty, nasty, dirty water and what we can do to get it all fixed up for your taste and for your enjoyment and your health and your home. All you really need this time of year 
Here's a pair of shades An ice cold beer And a place to sit Somewhere near Water Yeah, baby Romy was talking about why the Cajun South Louisiana culture shies away from drinking a lot of water. The other reason, you may not know this, is by the time water reaches the mouth of the Mississippi, it's been through a human or a cow 18 times. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> now that's reason enough right there to find something else to drink. Although I will tell you, Romy and I have been through the state-of-the-art water campus for city of scottsdale and we both drank a glass of treated affluent water and if you really really, want to think about it swallow it well if you really want to think about every (laughs) single glass of water you drink is affluent if you really think about it it's just further separated (laughs) in in time (laughs) than 24 hours or 12 hours or whatever their turnaround was there i think it was 12 hours yeah i believe you're right but i believe you're right you know on on the grand scheme of thing we've got the same amount of water as we've had since creation and it just continues to be recycled water the handling of water the treating of water the purifying of water is really a, a, a pretty darn complicated process when you're dealing with three atoms, H and two and O. I mean, <laughs> that's it. But everything that water does, everything it's capable of accomplishing, how vital it is to each and every one of our lives, is absolutely, it's, it's a miraculous fluid. Well, listen, before we get to the calls, and we've got Rollin. Uh, from Queen Creek on whole. We have open lines if you'd like to talk water treatment, water purity. We have John Owens here from Connecticut this hour. Feel free to give us a ring at one 767 4348 Now, John, y'all, we're going to do a Rosie on the House. Uh, yeah, what we have is we have a special right now okay. because of our concern for public safety. Connecticut has a 20% off offer on the K-5 drinking water station. And if you contact Connecticut, we can give you the details about that. But it's a huge savings over the normal situation. And what we're doing that is so you don't end up having a water crisis out there and run to the store and run out. We want everybody to have good water and not have not to have to worry. Turn, and, turn that gooseneck tap on at the sink and fill her up. There we right? go. And when you, if you're worried about the water supply from the cities, we won't go into it in this uh, hour, but... I mean, the infrastructure of water in Arizona, because we didn't have any, was so over-engineered. Uh, our, our supply of water is, is very secure. Yeah, and I've, it, one of the things that people can have is that you, you mentioned the uh, city of Scottsdale. We're vendors of many of the different water treatment plants throughout the state. And in Arizona, I would say the local city water departments do a stellar job of actually on a macro level managing the resource. And the city of Scottsdale, city of Phoenix, city of Peoria, city of Chandler, uh, Tally Gilbert, they do an A-plus-plus job. That doesn't mean they're going to give you bottled water at every faucet, but they do do a stellar job managing the resource, making sure the water gets there. And we just take it, like Rosie said, that final barrier, we just take it to the next level where it gives you peace of mind, that last little bit of what you choose in your house. You as the homeowner have free will, the choice, the right to opportunity to choose to how good you'd like to make the water. And you mentioned, you mentioned put, a lot of those. I didn't push any buttons. 
Jimi Hendrix my, showed up on the show. Look, there my, hands are, my hands are up. It wasn't rosy. For, for once, it wasn't rosy. <laughs> You'd mentioned those municipalities. I don't want to exclude Tucson from that because they uh, are, are probably one of the most, uh, or if not the best, at their water management. They All of their water comes on the CAP. They're at the very end of that distribution. And one of the reasons they have the hardest water, they don't take it out of the canal. They pump it back into the ground. So not only has it, you know, it's the snow melt off from the Rocky Mountains. It's traveled down to, you know, Satin Lake Mead. It's Satin Lake Mm -hmm. Powell. It's Satin Navajo Lake. It's Lake Parker. (laughs) 336 miles of CAP (laughs) pumped back into the water and then pumped back out and treated. Uh, I was was signed up for one of their classes, but it just didn't work out this this time. I'll, I'll Hopefully in the fall I'll, I'll get another one, but you know y'all cover the Tucson area as well. Oh, exactly. And and, and, and water is called the universal solvent. So whatever you mention, whatever water touches is reflected back into water. So at the point of precipitation in the cloud, it's H two O, and when it goes through the atmosphere, picks up souvenirs, hits the ground, runs off, picks up other souvenirs, and we, we, that's where water treatment can take care of it. All right, Miss Jennifer. I don't want to squeal you again. Oh, you're good. Okay. Oh, was that you? Was that you? That was me. Oh, Sorry. Okay. John, I just wanted you to give out the phone number for that deal and let us know how long it lasts as okay. well. And what what you do is call 602-437-2474 and we can help you out. All right. And Let's, that applies if you're in Pima, Pinal, Maricopa County. Y'all cover those three areas. Correct. We have local numbers in Tucson, but they I I'm Trying to bring brain you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get, you them get redirected. And how long is that deal good for? <laughs> and, and that's good for thirty days. And so in uh, in Tucson, uh, the Tucson number is 520-293-6687. Let's bring. Thank you. Uh, let's bring Rollin in the conversation and see how we can help him. Calling from Queen Creek. Good morning, Rollin. Good morning. We built a new house three years ago. Had a soft water put in from day one about every six months i have to take pumice stone to the toilets to get the ring out i've dipped water out of the tank and taken it in and had it tested and they say there's no hardness in the water why am i still getting a ring in the toilets and what color is the ring uh kind of sandy colored okay and then on the water, what I would say is I would bring in a sample of the outside water and bring in a sample of the inside water. And what, what they need to do is look at the conductivity of the water to make sure that the water system is, is calibrated and set correctly. You can look at things like the total dissolved solids, the water hardness, at the same time the grounding of the plumbing to make sure there's not some, some type of issue with galvanic corrosion occurring. And then make sure there's not a place where you have two different dissimilar metals coming into contact with each other. And so uh, what I would say is I would initially look at the test of the water from the outside the water inside to make sure the system is calibrated correctly. So there could be an issue with the uh, 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 the system could be overbrining, which means it's oversalting the system and not rinsing out correctly. That's one possibility. Another possibility could be an issue with the grounding 
or there could be an issue with galvanic corrosion. So I would say uh, bring in a sample of the outside water and the inside water to a local water treatment company, and uh, they can help you out. Or even, I, I'm not sure if pool stores are still open, but uh, unless these are paddock pools uh, or a local pool store should be able to test that for you as well. And uh, Or if you have your particular company, have them come out. If you don't have a company, just call, call Connecticut, and we'll be more than happy to come out and take a look and help you out with that. Appreciate that. I have not done any of that yet. Okay. I, I will. Thank no you. No problem. My pleasure. There you go. Solving the dilemmas. You know, the funniest personal story I have about water treatment is on a vacation to Portland, Oregon. I was staying downtown at my favorite hotel in all of the western United States called the Heathman. And we were going to bed uh, and we were watching the news and there was an instant local alert. Do not drink the water from your tap do not take a bath do not shower and all of portland's city water comes from one particular reservoir that had been contaminated what ended up being from from a homeless community that was living just above the drainage so you can just imagine what was happening so we went to bed and figured, okay, well, I'm sure they'll be trucking in bottled water. You know, we're, we're fine. Let's get a night dress. Got a night dress. Had, a, had a, 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 a fishing guide booked for the next day. So we went out on the river and we fished all day. The news report says, this will take probably 30 days. We'll be shipping water in. We've got to drain the entire reservoir, flush all the municipal systems. You'll have to flush your house. This is catastrophic. Went fishing for a day, came back, and the Heathman was serving fresh brewed coffee in the in the in the lobby. And the, and, and the problem was apparently solved. <laughs> well, I walked two miles to find a grocery store that had bottled water <laughs> for for something they said would take months to fix, and everything would have to be flushed. To six hours later, oh, it's solved. Wow. That was that was. Um, I'm glad we flew out the next day. Let <laughs> let Portland solve it. <laughs> well, in Arizona, I can tell you with a high level of confidence, like Romy said, from a supply side, from a treatment side, on a macro level, the cities do a stellar job. And for people to have a private well, you should have it tested. The EPA suggests every five years. And your city water, just go down to the water department, pick up a copy of the Consumer Confidence Report, or go virtually to their website. And then you can contact the water expert. We can help you. And if you ever have a crisis, like, oh, my gosh, about seven years ago, for three days in the month of April, the cities had a boil water advisory locally in the valley. And day number one, the stores ran out of bottled water. Day number two, people freaked in the uh, fast food places, couldn't serve sodas and beverages. If you ever have that kind of question, you can call us then, too, and basically we can help you out. I tell you, we were partially prepared for this because having grown up in hurricane territory, you're <laughs> always partially prepared. You know, you've always got a pantry of extra this and extra that, extra water stored away. Um, and we and we've talked about that on our on our show before. Be be prepared. Like the Boy Scouts. Just be like prepared. the Boy Scouts. <laughs> Did you have to fill water in the bathtub during hurricane season? Do you remember that? Many times. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and the other thing is, you know, we my dad always had a, a Chris Craft cabin cruiser. And so 
He'd line the back of that with a sheet and fill it with water and cover it. And then he'd fill the water reservoirs for the boat, you know. So there was several hundred gallons just sitting in the driveway. But, you know, we never had to resort to it. But Good reason to have a boat. It's a great reason <laughs> to have a boat. And then one hurricane, I think it was Camille, put the boat 40 feet up in a cypress tree. Wow. <laughs> that, so then Had you that, just the, open the plug at the back and that's your gravity shed foul. There you Fetch go. Door. That's what I was thinking. Right out of the bilge. <laughs> All right. We're here with John Owens of Connecticut Talking Water. One of, the, one of the myths I constantly have to dispel is the fear that people have of water softening adding salt to my system. And I ask them, I said, do you ever have a sandwich? Do you ever drink a soda pop? Um, you know, an eight-ounce glass of softened water is going to have, depending on how hard the water was, but it's going to have, what, 12, 15 milligrams of sodium in it? Mm-hmm. And, and one slice of white bread is going to have 90 to 100? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened is usually there's more salt in, a slice, in two slices of bread than you get from, uh, say, all the water you drink all day long. All day long. Yeah, and what ends up happening is the the interesting thing is salt never has and never will soften the water. The only thing, according to the U.S. EPA, that softens the water is a cation exchange softener. So it works kind of like a magnet. So if you were a kid, drag a magnet around the yard, iron filings grab on, it can only hold so much, and eventually you have to knock it off. Softener works the same way. It has a magnet, if you will, metaphorically speaking. That's a great picture. Called resin. And the resin, the hardness, the hardness ions, calcium and magnesium reacted with carbon dioxide, forms a compound called calcium carbonate that attaches to the resin bead. Something has to, has to clean it. So just like in the laundry, you take Tide Whisk and Cheer to clean the dirty clothes, and then it goes through a rinse. On a softener, it uses salt, sodium chloride, potassium chloride, or hydrochloric acid. The salt in the water cleans the resin, and then fresh water rinses that down the drain. So it works just like the washer does uh, with the soap in the water. And so the fairy tale is that, that salt softens water. Never has, never will. Yeah, baby, here at Rosie on the House with John Owens of Connecticut, offering a special here today. Uh, Why don't you go through the special and the phone number? Yeah, what we have is we have 20% off on the K5 drinking water station, and it's uh, basically for 30 days. And you can call, if you're in the Phoenix area, you can call 602 Four three seven twenty four seventy four. If you're in the Tucson area, five two zero two nine three six six eight seven. And we have a twenty percent off the K five drinking water station. It's actually certified to remove from WQA every known contaminant. So it's nothing but water. And when you say a drinking water station, is this like an RO that goes at the sink, or is this a separate unit standalone? Well, an RO system takes out heavy metals, but they don't take out virus and bacteria. So the K5 takes out everything, including 
virus and bacteria to the tune of 99.6 nights. So it's six log removal. It's actually been tested by the Department of Homeland Security for use in a national security environment as well. So when people have a water crisis and they're unsure, they say boil the water, like if you lived in Portland and you had a K-5 and you were there with Rosie, you could drink the water. Even if they say boil the water, you don't even have to boil the water. Wow. But I, I guess the question I was asking is, is, is it something that goes underneath the sink and then you've got a tap yeah. on top or is it a standalone unit separate? Yeah, yeah. typically it would be the, the K5 drinking water station would be installed at the point of use. So it would be installed at the kitchen sink. So you could have it at the kitchen sink. Sometimes in fancy houses, we go to the sink, to the pot filler, a sink to a steam oven, stink, sink to a refrigerator, sink to a bar sink, sink to a patio sink. But most of the rest of us regular poor folks uh, actually <laughs> have it at the sink and maybe the sink in the fridge. Okay, perfect. And then uh, the drinking water, that's just for exactly that. That's not including a softening unit. Yeah, and and normally on the whole house system, it would, depending on the, so locally, uh, for many years, we've been using CAP water. For the last couple of years, because of the drought in California, we've been back to doing what we call groundwater banking, pumping out of the ground. They've had a lot more frequent changes on the water source than they do in normal uh, normal times. So as a result, we're kicking up a lot more sediment. So typically, we'll have a whole house cleanable, reusable sediment filter as step one. And the cities do a stellar job of managing the resource, but the chlorine tends to be really high in the wintertime, particularly in the cool times of the day. Mm. And so people experience dry skin, so we take out the chlorine. And then because the hardness is high, we will also uh, remove the hardness. And then additionally, for peace of mind, we can provide drinking water. And I describe it as like your wardrobe, like I said earlier, shoes, socks, trousers, and a shirt. It all works together. We take out, if you leave home with no shoes, you burn your feet. Leave home with no trousers, you end up getting arrested. What ends up happening with good water, we take out the sediment, take out the chlorine, take out the hardness, and we purify the water. But you don't need the pure water to flush with. So we only do the right treatment at the right place. Perfect. H2O. It should be so simple. <laughs> but it really is a complicated resource. The, the the collection of it, the management of it. How great is it that our reservoirs are back up to 90, over 90% full, huh? And, what and a I was great say, winner. We've mentioned CAP a number of times, but, you know, I, I don't want to ag- not acknowledge SRP and the work they do managing That's our right. in-state reservoirs coming down from – the, the Salt and Verde Rivers, you know, that's, they play a big part of it. And they, a lot of them work together. I've mentioned this before, and I, I repeat it because it's just so fascinating to me. Buckeye, the city of Buckeye, they, their water allotment comes from the CAP, but they get it from SRP because they're on <laughs> the, the downflow river of the rivers that SRP manages. CAP just replenishes SRP, the water that Buckeye's allotted. <laughs> It's it's it, so fascinating. It's amazing how they do it. And SRP does a stellar job. The, the cities do a stellar job. And right now we're very blessed, like Rosie said. If you look at Roosevelt Lake, all the different lakes are up to a very high capacity. Good yeah. for fishing, but most important, good for Arizona because we have a, a safety net there. And if you've got a restored interest in outdoor recreation, the the water flow coming into the summer should be really high in all the rivers and make for an incredible kayak yeah, and river rafting season. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. Awesome. Mr. John Owens of Connecticut, thank you for helping educate our Rosie on the House listeners this past hour. One more time, uh, the phone number. Okay. If you have questions in the Phoenix area, you can call 602-437-2474. If you're in the Tucson area, 520-293-6687. 
Thank you very much. You can always find them as well at rosieonthehouse.com. Thanks, John. Folks, I want you all to stay tuned. Uh, we have the director from the Arizona Registrar of Contractors coming in the next hour uh, to, just for he and I to have a conversation about why it's so important to just spread the calm. Just spread the calm. Uh, COVID-19 isn't the only thing that's contagious. Calm is contagious. Now, what are you spreading? Huh? So he's going to come in and talk to us about the fact they're open for business uh, and hopefully a- answer any question you might have. So uh, we're honored to have the director of the Arizona Registrar Contractors here in studio in just a few minutes. Y'all stay tuned. And again, John Owens of Connecticut. Thanks for coming in, my friend. Thank you very much.